If I asked you right now to list all of the subscriptions you pay for, would you be able to? I really thought my answer to that question would be a resounding yes. But with the help of Rocket Money, I was able to find some sneaky ones I must have forgotten to cancel before the free trial ran out. Between streaming platforms, apps, delivery services, and even parenting slash kids subscriptions, though they all seem like really small amounts, when pulled together, that's a pretty big chunk of your spending money out the door. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year, with over $500 million in cancel subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash morning cup. That's rocketmoney.com slash morning cup. Rocketmoney.com slash morning cup. Today's podcast is brought to you by newspapers.com, the ultimate destination for exploring the mysteries of the past. If you're fascinated by true crime, get ready to dive into the stories that made headlines. Newspapers.com offers nearly a billion pages of historical newspapers from the U.S. and beyond, and you can search the entire collection in seconds. Their vast newspaper collection is a goldmine for eyewitness accounts, crime scene photos, news reports, and more. Whether you're interested in famous crimes or long-forgotten cases, Newspapers.com gives you a front-row seat to more than 300 years of history. For our listeners, newspapers.com has a special offer. Use the code CUPOFMURDER for an exclusive 20% discount on your subscription. That's promo code CUPOFMURDER at newspapers.com. Sign up today and start unraveling the true crime mysteries that keep you up at night. There were two more murders 15 miles well, away. Arrived, the found the telephone we have and a electricity line described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Some people have a truly rough life, but that doesn't give them the right to take the lives of others. On February 25th, 1931, a man was born who would go on to terrorize the streets of Perth. A man who will leave you wondering if he had a different life, a different beginning, would he still have ended up a cold-blooded killer? So, if you like your coffee hot, but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Eric Edgar Cook, born February 25th, 1931, grew up in an extremely unhealthy environment. His parents, who only married because his mother was pregnant, had a loveless marriage. His father was extremely violent. So much so that both Eric and his mother found places to hide or sleep in public places to avoid his wrath. Eric was frequently hospitalized by his father's beatings, and many believed he suffered from lasting brain damage. Eric, on top of his bad home life, was born with a hair lip and cleft palate that, even after surgeries, left him with a mumble and the butt of many jokes. The beatings bullying, and volatile home life left him shy and emotionally unstable. He was expelled at the age of six for stealing money from a teacher's purse, and by 14, he had completely dropped out to work and support his family. When he was just 17 years old, he began his life of crime, even serving 18 months in jail for burning down a church after he was rejected in a choir audition. He would steal, 
vandalize, and use the newspaper accounts of his crimes to try and impress his peers. At 18, he was sentenced to three years in prison for arson and vandalism. He was a boy with no guidance, who had a brutal childhood that shaped him in unimaginable ways. And he tried to turn his life around. At 21, he entered the Australian Army, but was discharged after just three months when they discovered his criminal record. And at 22, he married and started a large family. But even that wasn't enough. He became a peeping Tom with some minor offenses under his belt. And in 1955, he was arrested for stealing a car and sentenced to two years of hard labor. The only thing he learned from these past offenses was to leave no fingerprints. Beginning in 1959 and extending into 1963, Eric Cook became known as the Nightcaller by the press. He committed a series of seemingly unrelated hit-and-runs, stabbings, stranglings, and shootings. All of the weapons were different, the victims, and the methods of killing. The randomness of his attacks made him unique as far as serial killers go. Some of his victims were killed as they woke to find him robbing their homes. Several were victims of hit-and-runs with stolen vehicles. Two were shot while sleeping, and another when answering a knock at the door. Some were stabbed, strangled, and one was raped post-mortem before being sexually penetrated with an empty whiskey bottle. In total, he was responsible for 22 violent crimes, eight of which resulted in death. His victims include Brian Ware, John Sturkey, George Walmsley, Shirley Martha McLeod, Constance Madrill, and Patrice Berkman. The youngest, Shirley, was 18, and the oldest, George, was 54. Oh, and he learned from his previous arrest and wore women's gloves to prevent being caught via fingerprinting. His lack of predictability made him incredibly difficult to catch, and the city of Perth was left in fear. Police fingerprinted more than 30,000 men and test-fired over 60,000 22 rifles. Finally, there was a break. In August of 1963, a rifle was found hidden in a bush. After some ballistics testing, it was proven that the gun was used in the murder of Shirley McLeod. So, police set a trap. They planted a similar gun in the bush, rendered it inoperable, tied it to the bush with a fishing line, and hid nearby to wait for the killer to come back for it. Their plan worked, and just 17 days after, Eric Edgar Cook came back for his rifle. Once in custody, Eric confessed to all of his crimes in extraordinary detail. He knew what he took in more than 250 burglaries, down to the number of coins he left with. He was eventually convicted of the murder of John Sturkey and pled guilty by reason of insanity. According to his lawyers, he suffered from undiagnosed schizophrenia. However, this was eventually dismissed and Eric Cook was convicted of murder on November 28, 1963, after a three-day trial. He was sentenced to death by hanging. When his lawyers brought up an appeal, Eric told them not to bother, that he deserved to pay for what he had done. On October 26, 1964, Eric Edgar Cook became the last person to be hanged in the state of Western Australia. Ten minutes before he was sent to the gallows, he admitted to killing Gillian Brewer and Rosemary Anderson, 
two women whose murders had already been tried and seen two convictions. Both men were eventually released, one in 2002 and the other in 2005 after both spending 39 and 44 years in prison. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on February 26th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy to listen to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.